What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? The MLB playoffs are here, and man, do we have a stacked field. Four division winners who won over 100 games, and three wildcard teams that won over 90. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by Rob Duran to take a look at all the matchups and to offer our predictions on the early rounds. Playoff baseball is back, and we've got you covered on Sports 360. again on Sports 360 to talk Major League Baseball and this time to talk the playoffs is Rob Duran of Rob Duran Sports. What's up Rob? How you doing man? How's it going Jeff? Thanks for having me back man. Yeah glad to have you back. We have reached the postseason. Uh, We didn't get some of the drama that we thought we might get. No tiebreakers or anything like that but I will tell you this we have some strong matchups in both the American League and the National League to look forward to. How excited are you about it? I'll tell you, I was looking forward to a couple of ties at the end of the season, but listen, playoff baseball, that's what we want. And that's what we've been waiting for. October's finally here, and I can't wait to get these games started. Yeah, man. I mean, look, we have four 100-win teams. Um, you know, that's, that's unprecedented. And, you know, Houston just looks awesome. Um, the Yankees have been great all year. The Dodgers have been fantastic. Twins going a little bit under, under the radar. Um, and, you know, you got some pretty good wild card teams as well. So it should be exciting, man. And it kicks off tomorrow with the National League wild card. A uh, game between the Brewers and the Nationals, and then followed by on Wednesday with the A's and the Tampa Bay Rays. But let's start in the National League, man. What what do you see there? A great matchup between Milwaukee with the Nationals, and obviously Milwaukee was one of the best teams in baseball in September. They ran through everyone. They got hot, which is kind of like their new mo now. Is you know they'll struggle a little bit in the summer and then get hot in September and make this run, and they almost took the division right towards the end um, from the Cardinals in the Central there. But um, obviously the Cardinals took that, and here they are in the wild card game going against Max Scherzer, who we all know is one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's on. And although he's been hurt a little bit, he seems to be coming back. He has 10 strikeouts and 11 strikeouts, I believe, in his last two starts. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of stuff he brings to the table against Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, if this was a normal year for Scherzer, you know, without the injury to his upper back, you would feel pretty good, right? Um, but he hasn't been the same Scherzer, you know, you know, ever since he's come back. You know, the ERA is inflated. Um, and, you know, part of that is they eased him back in those first two outings where he only pitched four innings or whatever. But if there's anything that probably would give you a little bit of pause – 
is how many home runs he's been allowing since he's come back. You, you know, uh, he's been, he's having a hard time keeping the ball in the ballpark. And so you have to keep your eye on that um, because he's not vintage Max Scherzer right now. Yeah, and we've seen that a lot with a lot of pitchers giving up the long ball. Like Justin Verlander has given up a ton of home runs as well. But I think the problem with Scherzer is it may be the back. And we know back injuries are tricky, and they can flare up at any moment just when you think they're fine. But well, here it goes again, acting up. And maybe it could be the back causing these, you know, leaving the ball up. And with this whole launch angle thing going on in MLB, hitters are taking advantage of the ball being up and him not getting the numbers that he needs to be as dominant as we know he can be. Yeah, and so we'll see. I mean, you know, um, you know, I think the Nationals would like to see Scherzer pitch as deep into the game as possible because the, their bullpen is not their strength, right? Definitely. Um, whereas Milwaukee has a little bit of a stronger bullpen. And, you know, Woodruff, you know, on the mound for them, He's been hurt, too. He had an oblique strain. He hasn't pitched that much in September. I think he had two starts. And so you would think that he's there with a very short hook. And, you know, manager Craig Council will not hesitate to make it a bullpen game for Milwaukee. Yeah, and I think that'll be the strength for Milwaukee in this game. Uh, They have to make this a bullpen game for them in order to really have the upper hand against the Nationals. And they need to get to Scherzer early. I think if they can put up, you know, a couple runs in the first couple innings and get Scherzer uncomfortable and bring in that bullpen, I can see Milwaukee pulling this game out. And, you know, and it'll be tough. But, you know, like like we said, the bullpen game for Milwaukee is the X factor. That's the X factor for this game with Milwaukee in that bullpen. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think if if they can put some pressure on the Nationals by, you know, putting some runs on the board against Scherzer early, um, that could change the tenor of the game, maybe get the crowd out of it a little bit. Um, But I will tell you this. I think the Nationals have one of the better lineups um, in the National League. I mean, I, I really like, you know, the way they've been hitting the ball. Um, really over the last half of the season. I, I think they've been one of the best hitting teams in, in in baseball. And so, you know, they can put some runs up on the board too. So I, I think it's going to be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a relatively high-scoring game here when all is said and done. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. And one of the keys for the Nationals offensively is a guy by the name of Howie Kendrick who has been playing baseball probably for 40 years now, it seems like. He's been around so long. <laughs> but the guy can hit. He hit 344 this year, and he's probably their hottest, aside from Rendon, obviously, their hottest hitter at the end of the season. And he's, he's their key. If he can get on base, he can work the count, Milwaukee's in trouble. Yeah. I mean, look, you're right. I mean, he, he has been one of the better hitters for, for that team. Um, I think the Nationals have shown a penchant, especially at home, you know, to come back in games. Um, and so, you know, I, I'll never forget, you know, when they scored those seven runs against the Mets in the ninth inning um, late in the season. Um, 
you know, you know, they, they just keep coming at you. And meanwhile, Milwaukee's interesting, right? I mean, all these teams hit home runs. Um, obviously, they don't have Yelich in the middle of that lineup. But one of the things Milwaukee does is they work the walks pretty good. You know what I mean? So they'll they'll try to, you know, jam the base paths with, you know, with guys getting on base. Um, and so that's why I think in the end, you know, we may see, you know, some 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 real offense in in this one um, between these two teams. Um, but when you look at it, man, you know, when all is said and done, dust settles. Who who do you like coming out of the wild card matchup? This is going to be a really good game, and whether they score a bunch of runs or it's a low scoring game, I think it's going to be close either way. Maybe a run or two separates the the end the end result here. But I think the Nationals will do just enough to win this game. Um, they have Strasburg and Corbin ready to go in the bullpen if anything happens to Scherzer. And I know that's, a, that's iffy with starters coming out of the pen into a game like that. But I'm going to give the slight edge to the Nationals. Um, I think Milwaukee, as hot as they were in September, they're limping a little bit coming in here with Ryan Braun and Kane both hurt. Um yeah, I'm going to give the edge to the Nationals. I think they'll do just enough offensively. I think Scherzer will go deep, at least give them five or six innings and avoid the pen having to come in early enough where they can get, you know, hurt. So I'll give this to the Nationals. Yeah, and I'm right with you there. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking for the Nats to come out of this. I just like the way the Nats ended, you know, maybe over the last two weeks of the season. Um, as you said, Milwaukee – was one of the hottest teams uh, in baseball, especially after Yelich went down. But, you know, not only with the injuries to Braun and, and to Kane, but they're limping generally. You know what I mean? In other words, they haven't been playing as as crisp a baseball as they were maybe a little bit earlier in September. Um, I think the Nats, you know, you know got healthy on Philadelphia. I think they're feeling good about themselves. Um, and so I kind of like them being the home team. Um, you know, Milwaukee's coming from where? Colorado, right? I mean, so they're coming from Colorado to come play. The Nats have been home. I kind of like the Nats in this one. And I think they'll they'll go on and, and face the Dodgers in the DS. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And these two teams, they've kind of flip-flopped against each other where you know, when Milwaukee was hot, the Nationals were struggling, and then the Nationals finished off the season, eight straight wins. And like you said, that sweep in Philly and then uh, taking Cleveland down at the end there, and Milwaukee kind of struggling just a little bit heading into the playoffs. So that's why I give the edge to the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's turn our attention to the American League, where we got a great matchup, um, Oakland A's against the Tampa Bay Rays. Um I think Tampa has tapped Charlie Morton as their starter, whereas yep. the A's, I haven't seen, I don't believe they've made a selection yet. I think they're talking about fire, uh, fires maybe or or Manaya. Um, so I don't know. Have you seen anything yet, there yet? I haven't seen them choose their starter for the wild card matchup. No, I haven't seen it yet, and I actually checked uh, before we got on here, and I still I haven't seen anything about who's going to start for them. Well, let's start there. Who do you believe should start for them? Well, they, last time they were in the playoffs, 
they went with the bullpen game and it didn't work out for them. So no, I don't think they should go that route. And I was happy it didn't work out for them. Um, since they faced the Yankees, but I think they should go. I would go with Panea to be obvious, to be honestly. And, um, I think he'll be what they need to start that game against Tampa. I think he'll kind of, he'll be able to keep that offense in check for a couple innings. And I'm, I'm expecting them to go to the bullpen early anyway. So their starter, whoever it is, may only go three innings max, I, I believe. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would like to see, I, I think Manaya should start that game. And here's the thing. He, you know, we know he's been hurt, right? What he had, he ended up with four or five games on the season, yep. right? All in September. Um, but he's pitched very well, right? I mean, he's pitched very well each time out. Um, whereas I think Fires has been, he's been kind of shaky in September. You know what I mean? I think he's been a little bit up and down. He finished, I think, better. But, um, yeah, I would like to, to, to see them give, you know, give the ball to Manaya there. And let's see what happens. Um, you know, but on the other side, Tampa knows what they're doing. Um, and maybe Oakland does too. They just haven't publicly released it yet. But, um, you know, going with Charlie Morton and Charlie Morton has been, he's been pretty good all year long and, and, and finished strong. So I think that's a good selection for Tampa. Yeah. And he's playoff tested. Um, he won yeah. the world series with Houston and through four, I believe it was four lockdown innings against the Dodgers. So he's playoff tested. He knows what it takes to win in big games. And the most important thing about Morin, especially against Oakland, is he's a ground ball pitcher. And Oakland is a top five offense and top five in home runs. So that's a great matchup if I'm – I feel confident if I'm Tampa going into this with Charlie Morin on the hill because he's clutch. He, he limits the home runs. One of the best ground ball pitchers in the game this year. I wouldn't have anyone else, to be honest, ready to go against Oakland. And so who do you like in this game? Whew, I'm excited for this game because this is the uh, the East Coast Money Ball versus the West Coast Money Ball going at it. And um, I had a hard time really dissecting the, this game and picking who I thought would win. I love what Tampa has done all year. I love Charlie Morin on the mound, but surprisingly, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean with Oakland, and I think they'll pull it out. I think they'll get to Morin. Just enough. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game at all. Not not in the slightest. And if it is, then I'll, I'll be shocked. But I think that um, Oakland will pull it out, and their bullpen is going to be the X factor in this game, just like with Milwaukee in the, in the wild card in the National League. I'm going to give the edge to Oakland. Um, yeah, I'm going with Oakland. I'm sticking to that. I'm, d- I'm second-guessing myself as I say it, because it's going to be such a great game, but I'm definitely going to go with them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I if I had to pick, and, and I guess I have to since we're talking about it, I, I will pick Oakland, too. Um, I, I just believe that, you know, they have been – both teams have played very, very well all year long, obviously. You don't win, you know, as many games as each one of these teams have won without – you know, being a, a, you know, a solid team throughout. Um, I like Oakland being at home. Um, and, I, you know, I just believe that, um, you know, that they'll have enough to, to, to beat Tampa. Um, I don't like 
<clears throat> again, I don't like the um, the travel that's here. You know what I mean? Where Tampa was what? They, yeah. I think they were in Toronto. Um, yeah. And, you know, they got to travel cross country. I mean, look, there's a little bit of time, right? Because their game is Wednesday. Um, but, you know, that's always a tough trip. You add in, you know, the the demands of the postseason and, and, and all of that, the extra media coverage and everything like that. And I kind of like Oakland sitting there waiting for Tampa to come. And even though Oakland was on the road, too, they were closer to home. So I, I like Oakland to come out of this one and, you know, to go on and, and face Houston. Um, let's stay in the American League because in some ways I believe Houston, you know, by, by having the best overall record actually bought themselves the toughest series, right? Because whether Tampa or, or um, Oakland come out, you know, comes out of the wild card, Houston has a, 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 a tough matchup. Houston, look, Houston's legit, so you know, no, no one's crying or worried about Houston. But if I'm, if I had my druthers and I had to play Oakland or Tampa or Minnesota, I'd take Minnesota. I have to agree with you, and I've been saying this for the past week. As a Yankee fan, I am so excited, and this is nothing against Minnesota, who's a great team. They won over a hundred games, most home runs in the league. I'm glad the Yankees are facing Minnesota instead of having to deal with one of those two teams coming out of that wild card game. Because, listen, and like you said, Houston is who they are. Maybe the best team in baseball, period. Especially with that rotation, Verlander, Cole, and everyone else following behind them. But to have to face Tampa and Oakland, coming off the, the type of month they had, and then going into this do-or-die wild card game where they're giving it 100%, and then jumping into a playoff game, into a playoff series, that's going to be tough for Houston. And um, I expect Oakland to win the wild card. I'm officially set on that's 100% now. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> but I think Oakland is a very tough matchup for Houston. And Houston may win that series, but I find it hard right now today to say definitely Houston will beat Oakland because I think Oakland has the best shot right now to beat Houston and kick them out of the playoffs. Yeah, Rob. And here's the other thing, you know, when you come into the postseason as the odds on favorite, man, if, if you don't get those first two games at home and, you know, you're not playing crisp baseball, you know, some of those doubts can start to, to, to come into your head. You know, you know what I mean? It's a short series. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a trap series for Houston, you know, and I agree with you. I think they would much rather play Tampa, not that Tampa's easy, but I think it's an easier matchup than Oakland. And so, you know, that's going to be interesting. Um, You know, right now, given how great Houston has been all year and just, you know, how great that team is from top to bottom, I would pick Houston no matter who they're playing. Um, But it's going to be, I think it has a real potential to be a very competitive series. I agree. And I'm excited for these playoffs in general, Jeff, to be honest, because I think this is the first year and I know, People are banking on Houston just kind of running through the AL maybe and possibly the Dodgers on the other side. But this is the first year 
that I don't feel like there's a favorite to win it all. I feel like it can, you know, the balance is there with all these teams facing off against each other. Like last year, everyone knew the Red Sox were going to take. They had a historically great year and just kind of, you know, this is their year. And you kind of had that feeling with Houston before that. But this year, I don't see, a like, okay, this is the team. They're, they're the team of destiny, per se. I don't feel that this year. And I'm excited to see these games play out and see who comes out on top. I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I think that's what I'm saying. I, you know, there is a lot of excitement because, the, you know, you would think that typically – if you make the playoffs, you got strong teams and, and and what have you. I just think that these teams in this year's playoffs have really differentiated themselves. And when you look at, you know, how these teams are constructed, you can see just how strong all of these teams are, every yep. last one of them. And so I agree with you. I think it, it it does make for, you know, some intriguing baseball if things play out to form. Now the players still have to play, right? Um, You know, so we'll see how it goes. And, um, you know, but I, I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. I I, I think that this playoff field is probably one of the best that um, we've had in a long time. Um, And so, you know, you know, I, I do think that we're in, we're in for some exciting baseball. Now, having said that, I will tell you this. If I'm the Minnesota Twins, you know, I can't believe I messed up with the Yankees again. You know what I mean? Um, number one. But 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 if I'm the Twins, I'm grateful that it's not as a, as a wild card. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not a wild card game. So I do have a chance at least to, you know, to play a series against the Yankees. But, you know, if I'm the Twins, I'm like having nightmares. We got to play these guys again. Um, and it's funny. It, it's funny you say that because I was reading something earlier today where, you know, Rocco Baldelli, the manager of the Twins, and a lot of the players are saying, "Yeah, that's the that's our history." But this is this isn't those teams. Like we're a completely different bunch. A lot of those guys weren't even in the minor league system when um, when these teams were going at it before a few years back. So it'll be it's fun. Like for me watching this game and, you know, just knowing the history between the Yankees and Twins, you kind of know that the Yankees have owned the Twins in the playoffs, and it's just, it's just what it is, no matter how good the Twins have been going into the playoffs. So it'll be fun to watch how this that series plays out. Now, I know you're a Yankees fan, but um, and so I know you're picking the Yankees, um, but I would have to think you're picking the Yankees because you actually think they will win, not so much because you root for them. <laughs> yeah. A uh, little bit of both, but I'm definitely going with the Yankees. Um, I think when we saw the series against them with the Twins and Yankees before, and it was just these crazy high-scoring games, the Yankee starters were at a point where they just couldn't get anybody out at all. And we've seen lately where Tanaka is kind of coming into his own, and playoff Tanaka is a completely different pitcher. I don't know what happens to him come October, but when it's October and Tanaka's pitching, I feel as confident as any other pitcher out there. And um, Severino's back. I know he struggled a little bit in his last outing, but he came back and he was throwing strikes and striking people out with authority. And Paxton, the same thing. He's, he's, I think he won 10 straight starts, and I know he left his last game early, 
but I'm confident in that three-headed monster the Yankees have. Yeah, and I will tell you, I mean, the Yankees' bullpen is also, you know, a, a real strength, right? As and yep. You know what I mean? And so I think especially if the last couple of years of playoff baseball, you know, or any indication, you know, you're going to see managers going to bullpens quickly, right? And for the Yankees, that plays into their hands because they have, you know, one of the stronger bullpens out there. Um, They've been great all year um, and they can just run guys at you. You you know what I mean? And so you you have to like the Yankees, you know, they're, 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 um, you know, playing at home, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they got the experience. And even though I understand what you're saying and I understand what the twins are saying about, hey, that's different team, different players and all the rest of that. I still think there's a little bit of that mojo that attaches, you know what I mean, to the franchises, you know what I mean, where they just feel like and, – and for the Yankees, they've had some players who have been part of beating the Twins, even if it's yep. in the more recent years, you know what I mean? So for them, as much as the Twins say, well, we don't have some of those guys. They were in the minor leagues or they weren't in the organization. The Yankees have some guys who, you know, they they, they know what it means to send the Twins home packing, you know what I mean? So – um, I like the Yankees in this one. Um, and man, if it's if it's a Yankees, Houston, LCS, that'll be outstanding. But if it's any of those other teams, um, and, and the Yankees are there, it'll be outstanding as well. So we'll see how it how it goes. Um, I I will I will say this before going to the National League. I think it's unfair. But the American League has by far, I think, the sexier matchups and yeah. the better teams. You know what I mean? And not, you know, there's some good teams in the National League, but you know, there's a lot of intrigue in the American League. There's just a lot. You know, there's so much to look at and to and, and to really salivate over. And you know, in the American National League, and St. Louis fans are going to hate me for saying this, but whenever you start talking about St. Louis, right, you start yawning. I'm sorry. Uh, I know St. Louis is a good team. I know St. Louis is one of the World Series, but St. Louis and excitement don't actually go in the same sentence. You know what I mean? St. Louis. Yeah, I get what you mean. They really don't because St. Louis is just, it feels like they're one of those like old school teams where they just kind of, we're just going to put our head down and play. We're not going to worry about the highlights. and think, I, So I get what you mean. I, I have to agree there with you. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, we have St. Louis and Atlanta. Um, you know, and to me, Atlanta got that, you know, with Acuna out there. And hopefully, you know, he's he's a 100%. And, and with Albies and with Freeman and with Donaldson, you know, bringing the rain. I mean, you got some guys that got some swag. You know what I mean? And they're playing like, you know, your grandfather's St. Louis Cardinals. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> I'm rooting for Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely – I think Atlanta – I know people think the Dodgers are going to take it. I don't mean to jump ahead too yeah. far, but uh, Atlanta has a shot to take it, to take the National League in general. And I would not be surprised if they make it all the way, but – Against the Cardinals, the Cardinals did really well to end off the season. They kept Milwaukee back. Um, obviously, they took care of the Cubs and put them to bed earlier than than expected. But the, 
the way Atlanta plays, like you said, the excitement they bring. Donaldson, their signing of him was a question mark, wondering what is he going to bring? Is he done? All this stuff. He's had injuries. He's been worth every penny, in my opinion. And he's changed that culture of the team. He's added to what Acuna and Alves already had. I love the Braves in the playoffs in general, and I, I'll definitely pick them over the Cardinals. And no disrespect to St. Louis, you know, like we said, they're a great team. But the way Atlanta plays, with that swag, with that excitement, that youth, that energy, it's especially in Atlanta, it's hard. It's hard to go in there and beat that team. Yeah, and so you know, I'm I'm, I'm picking Atlanta. I mean, look, St. Louis, you know, they, they do have that winning pedigree. You know, Yadi Molina is is no joke. You know what I mean? This guy is as clutch as they come. He was um, ready to all, play in that last game of the season. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, they definitely, you know, can't be underestimated. And if they were to beat Atlanta, it wouldn't be like, it would be a shock to me. Yeah. Um, but from a fan perspective, I'd rather see the Braves. I'd rather see Acuna out there doing his thing. And I hope, um, you know, I, I'm looking for Atlanta to take care of of uh, of St. Louis. Um, okay, so the Dodgers. Um, hmm. I got some things to say about the Dodgers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Dodgers. If the Dodgers don't win the World Series this year, Dave Roberts oh, might get fired. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, and you think about it, you say, well, that's crazy. I mean, because they keep going to the World Series, but they can't win. And so if they don't yep. win, you know, to me, I think the pressure is on the Dodgers more than any other team in the postseason. A hundred percent. hundred percent agree with you. And I was reading something on, I think it was on MLB.com about like the urgency factor to win the World Series for each team. And the Dodgers were number one. And I'm telling boy, if if they make it to the World Series this year and lose again, that's going to be something else. Because three straight years, they're turning into the Buffalo Bills. Right. And, <laughs> right. Crazy. And, and I'm with you there. Like, Dave Roberts has done a great job in his years since taking over there. But at some point, that team has to get over the hump, you think. And they've had their best year this year compared to the past two years. But so has the teams in the American League, which is the scary part if I'm – that's the part I'm scared most if I'm L.A. Houston somehow got better over the past couple of years. The Yankees obviously are better than last year and the year before. And even a team like Oakland and Tampa, they're better than last year too. So. There's no easy out for LA if they do make it to the World Series to be crowned champion. So it'll be. I'm, I don't know what'll happen to LA if they make it and don't win it again this year. Well, here's my upset special: the Nationals are going to beat the Dodgers in the division series. Oof. That's what I'm picking. I don't have any analytics. I don't have any saber <laughs> metrics. I don't have a slide rule. I don't have, you know, a formula. I don't have any of the things that are in vogue. I'm just saying the Nationals beat the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are going to, I don't, I don't think that they're going to be able, and whether it's the division series or the LCS, I don't think the Dodgers are going to the World Series 
I don't think that they are going to be able to handle the pressure. And so I'm looking for them to fall short of the World Series. So I might as well pick them now to fall out. <laughs> Go home. See you later. Hasta la vista. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think they'll beat the Nationals, even though the Nationals, assuming the Nationals win the wild card game, the Nationals are going to give them a run for their money. That's going to go the distance, I think, that series. I don't think the Dodgers get past the Braves. I, I had the Braves going all the way to the World Series. I don't think I, – I agree with you. I don't think the Dodgers can handle the pressure this year and get to the World Series. And that may be the best thing for them, to be honest, to not make it to the World Series and have to deal with that same storyline again. Is, oh, are they going to win it this year? Is This is the year. I think they just won't make it. They'll fall short this year, and honestly, <laughs> I, I don't know. A team to make it to the World Series three years in a row and not win, I'd rather just not make it at this point. Yeah, but you know what? You know what's interesting, though? I think the Dodgers in years past were getting through a weaker field. You, you know what I mean? Uh, again, I, agree with that. I, I think that this year's field in the, in, the, in the National League is stronger. I think the Nationals are playing better. Uh, even as a wild card team, uh, Milwaukee, you know, they could beat the Nationals, as you said. I mean, and I think, you know, they're not afraid of the Dodgers. They played them last year to seven games. So, you know, yep. that, that's that's at play there. I like the Braves. I like their pitching. I like their offense. I like their swag. And then St. Louis has that, that veteran factor. Um, and here's the thing, though. To me, the Dodgers lack a killer instinct. Like when I look at that roster, I see so much talent, but where's the guy who, when, you know, push is coming to shove and, 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 you know, things are are going a little bit sideways. Who's the guy or the guys who say, you know, get on my back, boys. I'm going to bring you home. I don't think they got that guy. And I think that's what's been hurting them the last couple of years in the postseason. They don't have that guy who says, follow me. Yep. Yeah, I have to agree there. They, and you, people will say Cody Bellinger, obviously, but I don't think he's that guy either. He's, he's a great player, and this is nothing against, you know, the season he's put up. Probably going to win MVP this year. But I have to agree, they don't have the, the it factor to, to just kind of say what you just said, you know, just let's go. Let's do this. Let's rally. Let's let's take this home. And that's tough, especially in the playoffs where every game is a must win, whether yeah. it's game one or game seven. Yeah. And, and you know, within a series, things are going to, you know, not go according to form. Or, you know, yep. something's going to happen. You're going to be leaving guys on base. Or remember last year when Grandal couldn't catch the ball? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, what? pass ball, pass <laughs> ball, pass ball. And then it messed him up at the plate, remember? Yeah. It just messed him up at the plate. And he was a non-factor for the rest of the playoffs, really. And, you know, to me, you know, the Dodgers have some guys who – are good, and I don't want to disparage these professional athletes, right? I mean, because they're the best in the game. But there's a little bit about them that seems a little bit like they're front runners. You know what I mean? As long as everything's going fine, 
man, you know, they'll pound you into the pavement, you know, but when things don't always play out to form, you still need someone to say, come on, let's go. And I think yeah. some of their marquee guys, whether it's Kershaw, his postseason performance, we know how uneven it's been. Kenley mm-hmm. Jansen, his postseason performance, we know how uneven it's been. You know what I mean? And as far as their hitters are concerned, you know, they've they've had some games where they put, you know, 10 runs on the board and then other games where they can't really, you know, you know, get that clutch hit when they need it. And so yeah, very talented team, but I think in some ways a playoff enigma. And I think the pressure is going to get to them this year. Yeah, and it's it's funny you bring that up too because that's what the Braves have, and I think that's what Donaldson brings to the Braves. That yep. guy that's going to put people, you know, stand them up and say, let's go. I know we're struggling. We're leaving guys on base. You just made this error. Let's get it together. Let's go. And that's what Donaldson brings to the Braves this year that they didn't have in years past. And that's what the Dodgers are lacking. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, as quiet as it's kept, I think Freddie Freeman is a silent assassin, too. Oh, I think, definitely. you know, he, he's kind of quiet. He's 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 ultra professional, but he's one of those guys, he'll rip, you know, he'll rip your heart out. And Acuna, because he's so young and he's so brash and he's so talented, you know, he just, you know, it comes out of his pores. You know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. and, and so that's when I, that's, you know that's what I'm kind of looking for. And I look at the Dodgers and I see, you know, again, if things are going well, man, they'll, they'll give you, (laughs) they'll give you everything in the kitchen sink. But if things aren't going well, they seem to, you know, recede a little bit when, 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 when it's tough. And so we'll see what happens. Um, We'll see what happens. But right now, I'm not counting on the Dodgers getting to the World Series. And my pick is for them to get knocked out in the DS. So um, I think I went chalk on on a lot of the other ones. Yankees over Twins, that's chalk. Braves over Cardinals. I don't care what the Cardinals say. That's chalk, too, because I think the Cardinals need to go home. And picking Houston over whoever they play, that's a little bit of chalk as well. Yeah. But the Dodgers, I, I don't care. I don't care how, you know, all the divisions and all the rest of that. Dodgers better, you know, they better start checking with their travel agents, see what they want to do for the offseason. <laughs> They're going home soon. <laughs> I can't wait. I definitely cannot wait. It'll be a major upset for the Dodgers to lose this early. Yeah, it will. It will. But hopefully um, we'll get a little bit of intrigue. Hey, let's switch gears for a second. I mean, um, Madden is out. Osmus is out. And Hurdle out as managers, right? Um, Are you surprised by any of those? I'm a little, I guess, when you manage the Pirates, you have to, you know, with the payroll situation and the roster not being, you know, up to standard compared to the rest of the Central Division, never mind the rest of the National League. I guess I'm a little bit surprised about Hurdle. Not so much about Madden. I think we spoke about that uh, last week. We expected him to be out. And um, that didn't shock me. It's, I guess it, it may shock some people only because they – you know, he helped break the curse, the Cubs curse, won the World Series a couple of years ago. Um, 
but I'm not shocked about Madden going. I kind of saw that writing on the wall the last few weeks of the season. But the Angels' decision to get rid of Osmith after one year, and I know it was a disappointing year. Again, Mike Trout not in the playoffs. The, you know, potential face of baseball, best player in the in the whole planet, not in the playoffs. That is very disappointing, but I didn't I didn't expect them to get rid of him after a year, but I think it has a lot to do with Joe Madden being out as the Cubs manager. I think he'll end up being the Angels manager. So I think that's the most surprising one, to be honest, is Brad Ausmus being out as Angels manager. They didn't give him enough time to kind of create his own roster. They kind of just gave him last year's roster, added a couple spare parts here and there, and just said, here, work with this and make the playoffs. And you can't do that, especially when you have Houston in your division and those teams battling for the wild card like that. He got the short straw, but, I, like, again, I think Austin's being gone has more to do with Madden not being with the Cubs than it does the job that Austin did this season. I, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, Austin's because, you know, he had a three-year contract, first year of the three-year deal, and they move him out. And I agree. I think it's because they want to bring Madden in. And, um, you know, Madden has, you know, he's done good work. I mean, you know, Tampa went to the World Series under his leadership. The Cubs won the World Series. Um, And the Angels, as you just said, are, you know, as far as the postseason, are always on the outside looking in. And this despite having the best player in the game. and I think right now the Angels are saying, we have to do something about this. And, you know, even though we're only one year into the Osmus regime, um, we got a chance to get Madden, you know, someone who has proven to take teams to the World Series. Um, you, you can't fault them if that's their plan, right? No, um, you really can't. And Madden has a quirky way of doing things that always seems to somehow work. And he's unusual. He's not... <laughs> you know, today's manager kind of thing where he's very just, you know, by the book. He's completely the wild card type of guy, and it seems to work for him. Like you said, it worked in Tampa, worked in Chicago, and I think he'll be a good fit with the Angels if they do go that route, and maybe he's the guy that brings them to the next level. Yeah. I mean, and so, you know, you got, you got to hope that, that um, if, if you're an Angels fan, you got to hope that, you know, one, they land him, and second, he's able to to uh, turn them around as well. Clint Hurdle, I'm not surprised at. I mean, the the Pirates were one of the worst teams in in all of baseball in the second half of the season. Um, and, you know, Hurdle's been there for a good minute. I think he's been there nine years, and, you know, the team is not really going in the direction that, I'm sure they would want to go. I'm not saying that he's done a bad job because I don't believe Pittsburgh from a talent perspective is, is, is ready to compete in an yeah. L central. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of hard, man. You know, when you lose as much as they did and play as poorly as they played in the second half of the season, it seems as if a managerial change was necessary. Yeah, I agree. Definitely agree. And it's hard because, the Pirates are one of those teams, they made the playoffs a couple of years ago, and they always have this really good stretch at some point in the season where there's just enough excitement for you to watch them, 
and then they just completely collapsed. And it, they, it's a complete 180 from what they were doing, you know, a couple weeks back. They're just, like you said, one of the worst teams all of a sudden. And it's tough. And sometimes, you know, as much as you respect the manager and, like you said, he didn't necessarily, you can't say he did a bad job, but he didn't have the personnel or the roster in place to compete with those teams down the stretch, like St. Louis, Milwaukee, even Chicago. And, you know, that's just in their division, never mind everyone else in the wild card race and stuff like that. So, you know, he got a tough, he had a tough job going in. He did bring them to the playoffs, but, you know, at some point, a new voice has to be heard in that clubhouse and maybe, you know, spark some new energy, some new life into the team. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so, you know, no surprise there. And we'll see what happens over the next few weeks if there'll be some other changes afoot. But um, for right now, the stories that are, that are front and center will be written in the playoff series that are about to begin tomorrow so i know you're looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it and let's see how it turns out man um and then we'll get back together again you know in a few days and see where we are at that point and then look ahead as um as the playoffs continue to unfold so thanks again rob for coming on and 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 talking some postseason baseball uh looking forward to the games and looking forward to catching up with you in a few days yeah, Jeff, thank you very much for this. Um, October baseball, that's what we live for. That's it, man. And the calendar's changing to October tomorrow, right? So here we that's go. Right. Strap <laughs> them up. We're ready to go. So um, I look forward to catching up with you in a couple of days, Rob. Enjoy the games. All right, thank you. You too, Jeff. Okay, take care.